Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. And today we're going to look at what it means to have good mental health. Well, after COVID time, I'm not sure any of us have good mental health. Uh, it's definitely something that we should look at because it also affects our ability to learn new information. And of course, it affects our mood. When it comes to learning, one good thing that you can do is you can measure your joy level, whether your English is bringing you joy or happiness. If when you see the English book, you think, oh, no, no, I really don't want to do this today. That's fine. We all have days like that. You know, you, you get home from work, you stare at the English book, the English book stares at you and you both feel uncomfortable and you think, oh, no, no. Uh, so, I mean, I can fully understand and in these days uh, of COVID, our moods are often all over the place. So, of course, we have, to, we have to take care of ourselves. But if this happens regularly, if, for example, you miss two or three days of English and you think, you know what, I really, really am not motivated to do this, then you need to think that perhaps something is wrong. So it's always a good idea to check your joy level because your joy level, your level of joy will guide you and will tell you about the things that you could or should be doing. So your joy level is very, very important when it comes to measuring your attitude towards learning. I mean, if learning English doesn't bring you some kind of joy, happiness or peace, why do it? I mean, why would you put yourself through the misery of learning something that's torturing you? So there's, there's definitely food for thought there. If you're the kind of person, you know, that's quite sensitive, and I know many of you are, uh, you really need to be looking at your priorities. If English isn't bringing you joy, it doesn't mean that you have to quit. It just means that you have to reframe rediscover the joy of English, what brought you to the table of learning in the first place. It's a little bit like a marriage and, uh, yeah, falling in love all over again, as some people think they can do. So uh, that's something to, uh, to think about. With regards to other things uh, that you could be doing, well, of course, it's very important to think about rest and sleep. For me personally, um, I find that the amount of information I'm given every day through social media, the internet, the radio, the television, talking to people, I have, I would say, a complete information overload. So that, that's what I've discovered, that I need to step back and switch off a little bit some of the noises around me. And uh, for the last uh, two weeks, I've been trying that, you know, just to see what it's like. And it's been 
a wonderful joy to rediscover silence again. Um, you know, I remember uh, when I was a child, we didn't have the internet. And uh, we, we had very specific radio programs at different times. So when you went to bed, there were no devices bleeping or uh, things playing in your ear because we didn't really have portable devices either. Um, <laughs> one thing I remember my parents used to listen to was Night Sounds with Bill Pierce. Uh, um after a day on italki, when I talk too much, I begin to sound a bit like Bill Pierce. Welcome to Night Sounds, taking you into a deeper sleep. Oh, Night Sounds was uh, <laughs> was very popular. I think uh, it's still around. Uh, basically, it was uh, a man who was on the radio helping you to fall asleep. The problem with that was that in those days, it, there was no on-demand radio. So unless you were going to sleep at the time they were broadcasting this, you didn't have any hope of actually getting to sleep. Uh, so our local radio station started broadcasting night sounds with Bill Pierce. It was one of those voices that was to help you to relax, you know. Um, Americans were always very good at doing this. Have you ever seen that movie, The Fog, where the woman's in the lighthouse and she's doing the overnight program? Welcome, helping you to sleep tonight. That was James Taylor. Yeah, and they, they put on these soft, kind of seductive voices, don't they, to help us to fall asleep. I haven't heard a voice like that in years. So I went on uh, to the internet and downloaded Night Sounds. Of course, it has its own website now, nightsoundsradio.org. The presenter uh, has been dead for many years, uh, Bill Pierce, but uh, it was so nice to hear it again. These days, though, it sounded just a little bit creepy. Hello, I'm Bill Pierce. Well, it always was a little bit creepy anyway because it, it had quite a bit of religious content in it, which was fine for my parents. But for for my generation, I suppose we didn't think about it as kids. But hearing it now, I'm thinking, oh, is this really the kind of thing that I want to fall asleep to? But it's very good. And the English is very nice. Oh, Bill Pierce, he was a saxophonist as far as i know he used to play the saxophone and uh, oh he had a lovely voice uh but we don't get things like that anymore i think this is part of the problem everything is information which is pushed at us and not in a gentle way it's noise it's loud it's shouting and rediscovering silence in the last couple of weeks has been been wonderful. Yeah, so I recommend that you just switch off some of your devices and uh, really just um, try to find some peace with silence again. I mean, we all had it. 
I'm sure even the youngest of you remember life before the internet. So uh, it's just about rediscovering that. And one good thing about using live radio rather than on-demand stuff is you can just go and switch it off and put it back on tomorrow. On-demand stuff seems to be wanting us to always listen to make sure that we've caught up with every episode. So I would say just um, monitor your uh, social media and try to to decide uh, when and how people communicate with you as well as when and how you use media. I mean, I think I was getting to a point where I was just connected to radio uh 24-7, I mean, uh, listening to Iranian radio stations to learn Persian in the morning, Spanish radio at the weekend to keep up with my 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 Spanish, uh, my daily tasks that I have to do, being plugged into the internet at the same time by listening to whatever was broadcasting. I think just to step away from that and allows you to, to gather your own thoughts together. So, that's a really good place to start. But about the English learning, do review your joy level because that ultimately is going to tell you where you're going. If English is just another task for you, do the shopping, go to work, learn English, blah, 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 yada, yada, then something's wrong there. English should be joyful. It should be a healthy form of communication uh, with somebody else. Psychiatrists always say there's only three things to uh, make us happy. The first thing is doing something. The second thing is looking forward to something. And the third thing is having somebody in some way to share those things with. That's all we need. Nothing else, you know. Uh, so maybe it's just time for us to rediscover the basics uh, and if that means putting down the English book or switching to more passive learning rather than, than trying to freeze your brain by downloading tons of information into it, then maybe that's something that you ought to consider. And of course, my usual warning, if, if you are suffering from any kind of mental health problem, you should seek medical advice and not listen to me. Okay, there we are. So that's it from me for today. I hope you've enjoyed this and let's talk again very soon. See you. Bye.